Hey, what is going on, New Life Christian Church? Uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Kevin McNeil, and I am the lead pastor, I'm a church planter of Canvas Church here in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Um, we just planted at Canvas Church, I just planted at Canvas Church back in September, and we just launched, so we're not even a year old. And I should not say that I planted Canvas Church, what I should say is that we, including you, New Life Christian Church, we planted Canvas Church because without New Life, there would be no Canvas Church. Man, from the very beginning, you guys have been nothing but helpful in planting this church. You guys, I went through a passion for planting. Um, I learned from some of the best leaders. You guys have provided me some of the best mentors. I mean, you have even helped us financially and you support us on a regular basis. And so again, from the bottom of my heart, I say this all the time, every time I'm there, I just say thank you. Thank you for being generous. Thank you for supporting this church. There are people here in Goldsboro and their lives are being changed and you will never meet them, but you will see them in heaven and they will be there because of you, because of your giving, because of your support. And so again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Hey, I'm excited to get into God's word today. Uh, but before we do that, if you would, let's pray. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you do for us. God, I pray that you would be with me and, um, uh, Help me this morning, help us as we dive into your scriptures, but you would give us your spirit and help us to understand what you want us to understand. We love you and we serve you and it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Have you ever had an awkward conversation with someone? I want to tell you about uh, one of the most awkward conversations I've ever had. Uh, I was dating this girl named Maya, and I wanted to ask her to marry me, but I had to do one thing. I had to ask her dad for her hand in marriage. And so uh, I remember, plot. by the way, plot twist, it worked out, right? I married this girl. She's my wife now, Maya, uh, and she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. But I remember uh, as I'm driving down the street, I'm like just dreading this phone call. It's going to be so awkward. And I say, you know what? I just need to pull over and do it. And so I pull over to a gas station. I bust out my phone and I call up. His name's Eric. That's her dad. Call up Eric and I say, hey, Eric. And he answers the phone like, Hello? I'm like, oh man, this is not going to start off well. I'm like, hey, Eric, you know, are you busy right now? And he's like, yeah, I'm in the middle of something. What's going on, Kevin? And I say, hey, I, I'm not going to keep your time. I just wanted to know if I could come up this Monday and take you and Diane out to lunch and, uh, you know, I just run an idea by you. And Eric said, okay, well, what's this about? I said, well, I'd, I'd like to talk to you about that in person. And he said, okay, well, is Maya invited? And I'm like, uh, no, Maya's not invited. In fact, if you could just keep this between us, I'd really, really appreciate it. And he said, okay, well, this sounds a little uh, secretive to me. And I'm like, man, if you don't just say yes. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, it's, it's pretty confidential. Um, again, just keep it between us. I'd really, really appreciate it. And he said, okay, well, I'll check in with Diane and I'll get back to you. I'm like, okay. So we hang up the phone, I'm like, sweet, it's over. So I get out of the car, and before I can even grab the gas pump to put it in the car, this dude calls me back. And I'm like, hello? And he goes, Kevin, are you trying to marry my daughter? So I'm just kind of like taken aback. I'm like, yeah, uh, Eric, I, I was going to ask you in person, but like, yeah, I would like to sit down and get lunch with you and ask you to marry your daughter. And he goes, Kevin, this is going to be much more than a lunch conversation. 
And then he says, I'll email you. Click, hangs up. I'm like, dang, man. It was so awkward. Look, awkward conversations make us very, very uncomfortable. And life is full of awkward conversations. It's an awkward conversation when you have to break up with someone. It's an awkward conversation when you have to quit your job or you have to tell someone to change their behavior. Life is full of awkward conversations. And here's the thing, it can be an awkward conversation to tell someone about Jesus. How are they going to respond? Like, what if they ask you a question and you don't know the answer? Are they gonna get angry? Are they gonna get upset? What if they, uh, you know, start to judge you and they start to stereotype you and start to treat you differently? I tell people that I'm a Christian and automatically everyone stops cussing around me. I'm like, come on, guys. Or I tell someone I'm a Christian and they cuss more around me, right? And so on one hand, it's so awkward to tell people about Jesus. But on the other hand, it's the Great Commission. Jesus literally says, go and tell everyone about me. Make disciples, baptize them, and teach them to obey everything I've commanded. So what are we supposed to do about this struggle? How do we have this awkward conversation? Well, I'm reminded of Acts chapter 8 in verse 26 when it says this. It says, As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down to the desert road that re- leads from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Candite, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone from Jerusalem to worship and now he was returning, seated in his carriage. He was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, how can I, unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The passage of scripture that he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The Philip, the, the eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So beginning with this scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. You know, I think this is a cool account of when Philip basically interacts with a complete stranger and ends up telling this guy about Jesus. And so I think that there are some lessons that we can learn from Philip and how he did this. I think lesson number one is to be available. Look, just like this guy was confused and had no idea what he was reading, Philip presented himself because he was available, right? He was there. He was doing what God asked him to do. Look, there are people in your life that don't know God, that are confused, that have questions, that don't understand this Bible thing. And all you have to do is look around. Just be available. There are family members. There are friends. There are complete strangers. The people that wait on you at the restaurant. Your person that makes your coffee in the morning. Your mechanic. I mean, there are people all around you. It's so, so important that you slow down and that you make yourself available to these people. And so be available. Number two is to be intentional, right? You know how Philip was intentional with this guy? He just asked questions. Philip, in verse 30, says, Philip ran over and heard the man from reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? Philip just walked up to this guy and was like, hey man, what you doing? What you reading? 
There are people in your life that don't know Jesus and you can be intentional and you can start a relationship with them by just asking questions. Hey, how's your day going? Hey, what you up to this week? Hey, how's your family been doing? You know, you just ask questions about who they are. Hey, where are you from? Hey, what brings you to Chantilly, Virginia? I mean, there are so many questions that you can ask and they're not intimidating and they're just getting to know one another. And so be available, be intentional with people and build a relationship with them so that you can tell them about Jesus. And when the time finally comes, number three is to be obedient. Check out in verse 35. It says, so beginning with the same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, here's some water. Why can't I be baptized right here? He ordered the carriage to stop. They went down into the water and Philip baptized him. You want to talk about something awkward? Check this out. It says, when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Man, that's really weird. You baptize somebody and you bring them up and you're gone and they never see you again, right? This is really, really awkward. Here's the thing. Philip was available. Philip was intentional. And Philip, when the time came, he was obedient. Look, there are people in your life, man, they are hungry for answers. They do not understand who God is. They do not understand what Jesus has done for them. But if you can be available to them, and you can be intentional with them and you can establish a relationship with them and show them that you love them. When the time comes, man, when the, when the time finally presents itself, when the moment is right, you can tell them about Jesus and you can be obedient and you can baptize them and you can change their eternity. Hey, this week, look around. See who God has placed in your life, because I believe that God has you exactly where he wants you. Look around and don't be intimidated by this awkward conversation. I mean, it's a privilege that us as Christians, we get to share this message that Jesus has forgiven us and died for us and changed our life. And he can do the same in their lives as well. And so this week, look around and be available to people, be intentional and be obedient. New Life is always good hanging out with you guys. I look forward to being up in D.C. soon, and I will definitely pop in and say hi when I'm in the area. I love you guys so much, and I hope you have a great week.